What Else with Corey Mann on the Studio DNA Podcast Network. One-on-one conversations with some of your favorite artists. Find this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker.com. What Else with Corey Mann on the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Welcome, everybody, to episode 110 of Disney Plus Reviews. I'm Phil Souza, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host. His favorite ice cream is bubblegum ice cream. It's Grant Youngsma. What's up, Grant? Well, Phil, that's not the truth. It's not your favorite? No. What's your favorite ice cream? Probably something like salted caramel. Oh, that's a good choice. Yeah. I'm a big salted caramel fan in pretty much everything these days. Yeah. Um, I feel like my go-to is mint chip. I, I do a lot of mint chip. I Mint's do a lot of good. I do a lot of cookie dough. That's you know a lot of people's favorite. Yeah. Um, I don't really have one that's like you know oddball. Like bubble gum is oddball. Yeah, that's really weird. Um, I'm trying to think what I think. I think Jordan, my five year old, might have actually had bubble gum. Or was it? No, it was cotton candy. Okay. Back. Yeah. yeah. She she likes cotton candy ice cream. I think that's a little oddball. But um, I'm popular with kids, but I don't see a lot of adults getting that probably. Yeah, I'd say my strangest one's probably like birthday cake because I feel like some people don't always consider birthday cake ice cream. They'd rather just have the real deal. Yeah, I I like if you've never if you're listening to this, you've never had birthday cake flavored ice cream. Don't don't rule it out, man. It's really good. Um, If you have like a Cold Stone or yeah, what's that? There's another one that's. It's probably regional, so I'm, even if I said the name of it, people, like half of our listeners wouldn't have any clue what we were talking about. It used to be called Maggie Moose Ice Cream. Okay. Is it Marble Slab? Yes, Marble Slab. Um, so Marble Slab is basically, if, you're, if you've never, literally never heard of Marble, I think like Cold Stone is coast to coast. I know it's Cold Stone's in California because I used yeah. to live in California. I had Cold Stone before I even moved out here. I don't think we even had a Cold Stone in this area when I moved here. But, okay. But we do now. Um but I think I've, I have a feeling Marble Slabs are very regional, like probably just in the middle of the country yeah. and not coastal. I think Marble Slabs in Texas too. Okay. Yeah. I've, it's, I, I guess my guess is it's a Midwest South kind of yeah. company, but, um, but they basically do the same thing as Cold Stone and they have a Marble Slab has a fantastic birthday cake mm. ice cream. So anyway, this is not the ice cream podcast. <laughs> this is the Disney plus podcast uh if you're just joining us for this podcast we are unofficial uh disney plus podcast from reviewing the most popular stuff on disney plus um we i think are just gonna forgo the the news yeah, segment we used not to, too much we haven't done this in a, a long time where we just like literally just skip the news segment um we usually try to find two stories if we can sometimes we do three if there's a lot to talk about um on a very slim occasion we've had one story but i literally i, I mean grant like tell the listeners that I'm right. Like I I couldn't find anything of interest. I mean, everything that came out this week is pretty much stuff we've discussed already. So, cause I mean, the big news story is how Disney plus Canada is getting Punisher and daredevil, but we've already talked about that and we still don't even know if 
it'll ever be on United States Disney Plus. Yeah, they, I I searched for more on that story because I I I still haven't watched all of the Netflix stuff. I've watched most of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think like maybe f- five or six of the se- total se- seasons. Like yeah. Daredevil had three seasons, so I'm kind of that one, two, three. I I've watched. I know I've watched both seasons of Jessica Jones and. I think that's it. I think I've only seen those five seasons of those two shows. And then Luke Cage, I think had two seasons, I want to say. And um, Iron Fist, I think only had just the one. And then there was a Defenders show. And I think it only got one season uh, before they canceled everything. But, um, oh, and then Punisher. Yeah. Yeah. I I guess if there's 10 seasons total, I've, I've watched half of it. So the other half I'd like to watch, um, it's almost certainly not coming to Disney plus here in the States, but, um, Again, there's not. I, I searched for news this week, and there wasn't really any new mm-hmm. new things to say. It was just kind of confirming a lot of the stuff that we had heard um, that Canada's Canada's getting it on like March 16th, but yep. there's absolutely nothing confirmed for the United States or frankly anywhere else like UK or Australia or anything like that. So yeah, uh, so we'll have to wait. But I definitely want to check out that. That will be definitely something. I don't know that we're it's probably not something we're covering on this show just because I mean, those show, those, those series have been on Netflix for many, many years. Yeah. So like everyone's had lots and lots of time to watch them. Um, I think the probably the most exciting, again, this isn't news. It's just like us guessing stuff, but I, my, my hope is that this means more daredevil, more Jessica Jones. Um, that would be cool. I, I would like to see new seasons. Yeah released of the shows and now that disney basically has you know the gloves that come off and they own everything um that's that's reality i or a movie like you could have like a defenders movie or something mm-hmm. like that so the daredevil stuff definitely has been ramping up recently in other disney properties that we won't spoil here and um well i mean we did spoil in uh hawkeye the um <clears throat> vincent d'onofrio playing um kingpin uh, thing yeah. is, has come in so yeah we know it's it's around the corner and i'm sure they have stuff to announce pretty soon but we'll see maybe moon Knight will have some kind of could know, be key, key off for that kind of stuff all right well that's pretty much it um grant let's not have a good pad- podcast let's have a great podcast okay um we're t- talking about free guy this came out uh finally last year it was super delayed like yep. i want to say it was it was supposed to come out during the the initial COVID year, which for, for us Probably. was like summer 2020. I think it was supposed to come out that year. It never came out in 2020. It came out in 2021, but like even like la- later. Jan- no, I think it oh, came really? out in January or oh, February okay. of 2021. Okay, so it wasn't super, super delayed. So it's been out for about a year. Okay, all right. Um, I remember talking to some friends that went to go see it, and they were like, dude, you would love this movie. It's right up your alley. Uh, go see it, go see it, and I just, I just never got around to it. I, I think there was probably st- still, a, you know, a lot of fear about, you know, going to the theaters or I have to yeah. wear a mask the whole mm-hmm. time or whatever. And I just didn't make the trip. And it's on Disney Plus as of this week, and so now you can watch it at home on your uh, big screen TV with, you know, as loud as you want, and um, just, you know, watch it as many times as you want. So now that we have the opportunity to see it and you and I just saw it for the first time, yep. literally the last couple of days, uh, let's start with general thoughts. Yeah. Um, I think for any, I mean, the first thing you think about when you watch the trailer is, Oh, a video game person will love it. And I think that's true, but 
I also think that you don't have to be a video game person to enjoy this movie. Yeah. Because um, my wife, Caitlin, um, for the most part, she enjoyed the movie and she's not really a video game person. Well, not the type of video game that this... I mean, it's more like a Fortnite mixed with Grand Theft Auto. I don't even know what else. Yeah, and you're you're not too much. I mean, video games are going to come up in this yeah. during this podcast episode, just naturally because we're talking about this movie. But um, you've not you're not a big GTA no. person. You played Fortnite. You played Fortnite more than I have. Yeah. Um, it, it, because she has watched. She, well, she's actually she actually has played Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> like not mm-hmm. a lot, but a few times. Um, and has watched probably more than that has watched you play Fortnite. So she's, you're right. She's not a video game person, but she is a video game adjacent. Like she, yeah. she there's someone in her household that plays all the time or not all the time, but quite a bit. Um, and do, so that had to have helped a little bit. Do you think before we get into like the nitty gritty, like the details of the movie, is this, is this a movie for a person like a grand? I'm thinking like a grandma or a grandpa, someone mm. that's like way far removed from probably not. Yeah. But I mean I feel like I mean there is some language in it. So I feel like sure. anybody in like their teens to probably like I mean I could see my parents enjoying this movie. Yeah. So like maybe like teens to like 50ish. Yeah. I think my mom would probably dislike the movie to like it was just okay. Yeah. Um I think my dad would actually love it. Like yeah. he would really like it a lot. So So I mean I feel like a lot. This has a wide variety. Oh yeah. It they casted a big net and there's a lot of like I mean they pay tribute to a ton of different huh. like movie franchises. Oh yeah. In yeah. this movie. It's not just it cribs not just from video games, that's obvious, but also uh movies, even a, a book that I'll mention later. Like yeah. I, I think there's a lot of inspiration for the movie and yet it does its own it does its own thing. It carves its own path mm-hmm. for sure. Um, yeah, I, I was, uh, I was, and honestly, like if you're, if you've been putting off this movie because you, or d- saying that movie's not for me because you just don't understand, like you've never played a video game ever, or you just don't, you haven't played in 20 years. I would say it's, it, it's very, it, it babies you into the, the, the nuance of how, of how the video game is played pretty easily mm-hmm. like i it explains everything really well and there even though you see people playing games with like a keyboard and mouse or a controller it's not front and center it's it's very much just like okay this is what's going on while that character is doing this thing yeah and yeah there'll be some jokes like you know that maybe you're kind of lost on you if you're not you know haven't been like a 20 or 30 something gamer um, but I think, I think you're still really going to enjoy the action, the comedy. Mm-hmm. There's even a little bit of romance in the movie, which I didn't see coming. And it's got just, like you said, wide net, it's got a little bit for every, everybody. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So it sounds like you really liked it. I also really liked it. Maybe close to loved it. Um, I, I, um, there's, Okay, we should have mentioned this at the top. Although we haven't gotten anything spoiler, we are going to spoil this movie. So yeah. if you haven't, if you've gotten this far and you're like, okay, well, it seems like a movie I might want to check out, um, go ahead and hit pause. Uh, we'll be waiting here for you after you watch the movie. Come back and finish the rest of the show. We are going to get into spoilers. We'll spoil all the plot details of the whole movie. So uh, just be aware of that before we get uh, any further here. But um, there is th- there is a turn in the movie that. Um, 
I, I'll keep it kind of just non-spoiler just for a little bit more, but um, where the the movie, I thought the movie was trying to say A, and about it's about the halfway point in the movie mm-hmm. where it, it switches to B, and I just didn't see that coming at all. I had heard that there was like a, a big turn in the story, but from several people, but I didn't know what it was. I I I even thought like maybe there was a twist, which there isn't really a twist in the movie. No. Um, and so I was not prepared for what it what it was. But once we got there, I was like, man, this movie is so much deeper than I th- yeah. I originally thought it was going to mm-hmm. be. I thought it was literally just going to be a GTA silly, you know, violence movie. And it's just, it's a lot deeper than that. Um, let's, well, we'll get into full spoilers, uh, from this point on. So you, you have been warned. Um, what, what are some, uh, let's start with like just the, the lighthearted, funny stuff, action stuff. What, what (laughs) this world is so interesting to me. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the comical parts are that, basically guys living the same life over and over again. And it's kind of like Truman Show-esque, but you're inside a video game. And he literally goes to this coffee shop every day, gets the same coffee drink. He burns himself every day (laughs) saying, oh, that's hot. (laughs) And then he goes to his job as a bank teller. And then his bank gets held up every day. And nobody ever stands up to the bad guy. Right. Yeah. There's these, um, if I guess if you're never going to watch the movie, we'll kind of explain a couple things here and there, but there's like this, the sunglass people yep. and the sunglass people are your players. Like the people that are actually a human is controlling mm-hmm. a character. The rest of the people in the world are in the, in video game terms, what are called NPCs, non-playable characters, which in a video game are just people, you know, code. It's just computer yeah. code. No human is controlling them. It's just, they're doing what they are programmed to do. Mm-hmm. They're robots basically in this, you know, computer world. And if you've seen Tron or anything else, like you kind of know what you're expecting there. So yeah, he works at the bank at, that is supposed to be like robbed by players. Like it's, it's based on a video game called GTA. Um, and, and so it's just like, <laughs> at one point during the movie about halfway through the movie he says he goes uh oh it's just like that one robbery he's like what the 230 no the four o'clock <laughs> like it like every hour it just yeah. gets robbed over and over and over again just because that's what it's there they exist to basically um their whole existence is predicated on the point that they have to create something for a player to do yeah so and pretty much the player robs the bank to level up basically yeah and it's just so funny because his best friend's a security guard and he just nonchalantly takes off his belt every time, uh, unhinging his gun and that's it. Yeah. That, and it's, it is, uh, kind of Truman show. It's kind of groundhog day, um, mm-hmm. of, um, just, you know, the same thing. Okay. Here we go all over again. Uh, it's different than groundhog day in the sense that like every person knows that they're in a loop. Um, but it's, um, yeah, it's and they're all all. I guess what's cool cool about the story, and obviously this becomes a major plot point in the story later in the second half. But um, they're all okay with it. Like yeah. n- none of them really desire anything other than their life. Like that's what they're programmed to 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 desire. Even um, and so, um, guy. Of course, you can see this in the trailer, really. But guy is like the one NPC wants to be different. Yeah, the non-player. A playable character that wants to break out and have a, a better life or a different life. Um, so, 
Um, I think at this point, it's it's going to be hard to explain kind of what is going on in the movie. If you, if you haven't seen it for a while or have never seen it, um, I think we need to n- next go in and explain the the previous game part of the plot. Do you want you want to tackle that? The, yeah. The, there are two characters. Human. It's going to be confusing talk, talking about characters too because there are two worlds there's the main real world and then there's the video game world we'll be try to clear you know try to be clear about which one we're talking about in the real world there are two humans that have created another video game before this one so yeah talk about that because I, I think that puts into context what we're about to talk about next so yeah so um this guy and girl keys and uh i forgot what millie the, i think millie they have created the, I can't remember what their game is called. Um, uh, life something. Um, I can't remember. But basically... Life itself. Life itself. So it's similar-ish to where um, the video game that... It's basically a video game inside of a video game. But their game was all about giving um, the NPC players basically lives outside of it. And this is where the loop kind of comes in where you think they're head one direction and then they go the other direction. And it just starts talking about giving like AIs lives. Mm-hmm. And so Millie and Keys have created this game and then um Taiki I don't even I'll butcher his name. Taiki Wat Watiti, I think. Watiti. Yeah. Um, his character has created the game that they are now in. And he basically stole uh, Key's and Millie's idea and then just took off from there. It's in the, Here's one thing that I wish that, that is a small nitpick, but they don't really explain how all that went down. Yeah. And I wish they had just done like... 30 seconds or maybe mm-hmm. a minute, just a flashback, just showing like, cause he stole their code basically yeah. from the, 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 the literal zeros and ones that they wrote is in, is in that game. Like he literally like robbed it from them mm-hmm. uh, to create free city, his game. And they don't really touch on that. We see very one very quick scene with keys where he's being interviewed about their game that they're working on or whatever, but it doesn't really go into the, the details of it, like how he stole it from them. But. Yeah. So keys at this point is working for the free city corporation and Millie is trying to prove that, uh, free city has stolen her ideas. So keys is doing his job, which, um, him and Millie at the beginning of the movie, they're really not on, speaking terms really yeah they're they're not as close as they once were well at one point he's like get out of here i can't talk to you yeah yeah so millie's whole objective is to bring to life that free city has stolen her and keys's idea which keys obviously has kind of given up at this point because he's working for free city right now yeah yeah, what's what's interesting about that game and how it plays into this the story around Free City is that these um, it's it's not revealed at the beginning, so we're kind of you know jumping to the middle of the plot. But <clears throat> they've come to find out l- later. The viewer learns that this 
life itself game the the players were supposed to like evolve and adapt mm-hmm. and they didn't know if they could actually pull it off and they, they didn't know that it even worked like they were on the verge of it working when they got bought or whatever yeah. happened um and so when they start to figure out what's going on with guy that he's not just like an npc that's breaking loose and like you know abandoning his code and like breaking the rules he is doing those things but they come to find out that they he's doing it because he is a leftover mainstay of their code. Like that would basically be artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, uh, le- you know, hear about machine learning or whatever. It's, mm-hmm. it's a, um, not, it's, it's actually something that's being, uh, rehearsed and, and worked on even now, like in 2022, but is kind of a futuristic concept of that robots or computers, or whatever could learn, in and of themselves like could <clears throat> could add to their programming without a programmer <clears throat> and so um that is essentially what he is uh doing <clears throat> i think what's interesting is that and you can tell this from the early part of the movie even though you don't know all the ins and outs of it but there's definitely that you can tell in the in the movie when it happens because the music changes everything changes the the camera changes but he sees Millie, for, Guy sees Millie in the game world for the first time. And he's supposed to say, don't have a good day, but have a great day. And instead he says, love that song. And, you know, he's just like humming a song. And um, that like kind of like, you know, to use like MCU terms, like branches off the timeline. Like he goes, yeah. like that's what is like the the catalyst to have him change over into like a different lane. Like he's been staying in his lane for, you know, X number of years or whatever. And now he's like finally doing things different. And then what's really cool is, and you've seen this, I guess in other films or whatever, but he, he's been doing the same thing over and over again. And the next time he goes to the coffee shop, he's like, you know what? I don't think I want to, you know, medium coffee with two sugars or whatever. He's like, I want a cappuccino. Yeah. And that like, and everybody's like freaks everyone. (laughs) Cause in Free City, everyone gets a medium coffee. It's yeah. not just him. Every single citizen of, of that town gets the same coffee drink every day. And so, um, you know, it's kind of Truman Show-ish, I guess, that, you know, um, except all the people around Guy are not in on it. Like, mm-hmm. they don't, they're just as blinded as he is to the, you know, they think their their world, they think Free City is the real world. Yeah. And there's some matrix. I th- there's a lot of movies that this movie's like. I don't think that's. A, I don't say that as a slight. I think. I think it does really well of crafting its own story. But um, it is kind of like the Matrix as well. I, I got a lot of Matrix vibes when they were like awakening to the reality. Oh, I'm in a video game. Like, you know, there's a reality outside of this reality. That's. It reminded me a lot of Matrix. But um, I don't know. I, I, it felt different enough that it wasn't distracting. Um. Let's see. So there's like, <clears throat> there's two guys in the real world that are like at first trying to s- kind of stop him and kind of put, th- put to rest, like put to death, I guess, um, everything that's happening to c- control the code basically. And that's um, Keys, the, the guy that yep. is really a good guy and, and really is on Millie's side for the rest of the movie. But at first it's him. I don't even know the other guy's name. He's, yeah. he's in the movie a lot actually. I just, I don't think they say his name very often. But, um, and they like show up as cops and like one of them's in a bunny suit and it's just screams Fortnite. I, if you're not into video games, that stuff doesn't mean anything to you. But yeah, like when I saw the, the pink bunny suit, I was like, oh my gosh, that's like straight up Fortnite. <laughs> just straight up Fortnite. So, and they work for a company called 
Tsunami. It's S O O, but the 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 um, font is exactly like Konami's, like yeah. Konami. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of references to video game stuff. If you know how to look at it, um, it's it's enjoyable. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of Easter eggs in this movie. Yeah. Um, and then um, I, I guess we could do some plot plot stuff uh, now, and then just come back to the silly things later. I guess, but um, Millie. Um, is after this video clip that's going to prove that their code is in that game. She's got a lawsuit yeah. going against mm-hmm. Antoine, who's um, Waititi's character. He's the the owner of the company. Owner, yep. And she, oh, she meets that guy in the alley. Figures out that there's like this secret stash place that's owned by this player that you know own, that like lives inside of a the side of a mountain or whatever. Yep. And she's like, we you know we need to get in there and get that. That's the proof that we need but I can't do it on my own. And then she endless um, guys help. So, but he's level one and he's got to get to level 100. Dude, that's se- that the level one to 100 sequence. That s- section of the movie is probably about four or five minutes long. I think it was some of the most enjoyable part of the film. Mm-hmm. It was really fun to watch. Um, what do you remember from, from that, that part? He's like the good guy instead of the, yeah, the bad guy. He's basically, which this would aggravate so many people because <laughs> you, it's every gamer really has been there. The part where you just can't get past it and you think there's gotta be something wrong with the game and guys literally going and let's say you're supposed to outrun the cops or something like that. Or, um, or we'll go with the example of the old lady who's lost her cats (laughs) and, Literally, guy goes and finds all of her cats <laughs> and brings them to her. And, I mean, it's just stuff like that. That it's just like he really, because, I mean, it is very Grand Theft Auto-ish where the people in the glasses are doing bad things. Yeah. And so he's definitely a good guy in this. Yeah, instead of robbing from banks like they are, he's robbing the bank robbers. Yep. <laughs> like like shooting them and taking their cash. Um, building up quite a, a bit of money for himself. Um, get some cool shoes that we can talk about here in a second. Um, he, uh, like some of the players will like catch on fire and he'll put them out with like a fire mm-hmm. extinguisher. Like he's doing, he's doing things that are very antithetical to how the game is supposed to be played. Um, and yet that's his character. Like, and I... I wrote this down like towards the end of my notes, whatever, because I want to talk about it at some point, but Ryan Reynolds is like the perfect casting for this film. Um, He, he's obviously funny. He's great with action scenes. So there's a lot of action scenes in the movie. Um, We know all that from Deadpool and other things, but he, he has a, his voice, like the way he can attune his voice to sound very innocent and immature and naive. Like, it's I, there's very few people that can pull off that kind of yeah I know, agree demeanor and he's like at one point uh, Keys calls him a four year old because the game's four years old mm-hmm. so he but he acts like a four year old <laughs> like at times they there's references and sentences that go over his head entirely he just doesn't understand what they're talking about and it's it's always funny like it's it's, he's an adult man, but he's living in like this child's minds kind of thing. Yeah. So I definitely think that you couldn't do this movie without Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, you could. There 
are very few actors that could pull this off. I'm I'm racking my brain trying to think like who would I even re- if I was going to recast this movie. I don't know. I I mean I feel like Robert Downey Jr. would be all right in yeah. this movie. Um, you, he he comes off so. I mean, I'm thinking of Tony Stark, obviously, but like, I he comes off in a lot of his roles as like really in charge and like smarmy and yeah. stuff like that. And he, that just doesn't work with this character. Like, Ryan Reynolds has that <laughs> that look in his silly look in his face. That's like this guy has no idea what's going yeah. on. <laughs> I, I I really feel like if you were to recast, it would almost mainly have to be somebody that's been in the MCU. Yeah. Um. Who's um, the the short, funny guy that was in? Um, wait, no, he's not in that movie. Um, <laughs> uh, Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart. Uh, yeah, Kevin. You could. I think you. The guy that plays Buddy. It's it's literally his best friend. Yeah, his name is Buddy. You know, the uh, Ryan Reynolds plays yeah. a guy named Guy. It's all very on the nose stuff. He could. He could. I think you could recast Kevin Hart as that character because yeah. he has a lot of the same uh, line delivery and you know, voice animation that, that Kevin Hart does. But man, like Ryan Reynolds, I think nails that part in a way that very few actors could. Um, Yeah. I feel like you could do Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart, Hart. (laughs) but then you have Jumanji again. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's tough to like, just really nail. I'm glad. I don't think I'd ever make it as like a casting person, like a a direct casting director or whatever. Um, Cause I mean, it's really not, a bunch of well-known actors outside of right. Ryan Reynolds. Um, I guess, have you seen Stranger Things? No. The The guy that um, plays Keys is in like all three three seasons, four seasons of Stranger Things. Okay. Um, other than that, I've never seen him before. Yeah. Um, so yeah, unless you've seen that show, you probably wouldn't know him. Um, the girl that plays Millie, I don't think I've ever seen her. Yeah. Um, is the girl in the game... Uh, her na- her gamer tag is like Molotov girl or whatever. Is that the same actress? Because they looked really different to me. I know she's like. I, I think it's supposed to be. I yeah. think it's the same actress. They. I'm not trying to be mean. One of them looked thinner than the other. Yeah. Like it wasn't just hair color. It was their body type looked different. But I don't know. I I probably just, you know, didn't notice it right. But, um, I know like when. Keys is in the game. It actually is that actor. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming it's the girl too, but yeah, I wasn't familiar with her. Um, I, I don't think I'd seen the cop, the buddy um, yeah. before. And he's great. Like he's really, he was hilarious. Um, so yeah, I guess those are all the main Antoine. I mean, most people have seen Tycho in something. Yeah. Um, so he was probably the, the biggest name besides Ryan Reynolds for most people. So, and I want to add that the, um, I, I don't know the actor's name, but the, the guy that's in Stranger Things that plays Keys is really good. Like, he's he's so believable, and it, he wears his passion on his face. Like, I he's great in Stranger Things, but, man, he, it was awesome watching him in this. Yeah. Um, he's really talented, so. Um, so, yeah, he get, gets to level 100 really quickly. Um, he starts, like, getting really good, like, getting into fights and, like, just, you know, commanding the room, like, taking everyone down. He's not really killing people unless he has to. Um, yeah. He's kind of like Neo from the Matrix, just like, I know Kung Fu type of thing. Um, and then he, like, it's really important to him to, like, pass this along and, like, bring other people, other NPCs into his knowledge. Like, he has this this key to the city that nobody else has. 
and so he's going around and like there's this really great scene with him and buddy in the bank where he's like put these on like he steals glasses from a bank robber that comes Mm -hmm. in which is we skipped over that but that's kind of how he gets his his ability to kind of run around do whatever he wants is you know he steals sunglasses so he steals another pair of sunglasses and tries to hand them to buddy but buddy's like i can't i can't do it um you know I, i just won't take the plunge and so there's something different about guys something that's unlocked in his brain and um we find out what that is with you know, basically the Millie yeah. Keys um, connection. You want to talk about that? And I feel like you could easily miss this point mm-hmm. if you don't realize that he's part of their their original game. Right, right. And because I feel like you definitely, I mean, there are times, I mean, for the most part, I was engaged in the movie, but I feel like there's a few parts where, if you're not really paying attention, you could miss what happens. Yeah. And so then um, he's going along with Millie and he really wants to help her because Guy has a crush on Millie, yeah. which makes sense at the end. Yeah. After who the character's based off of, and which I really enjoyed that because i mean it did bring some romance in which yeah. i was fine with yes and it's it's a it's resistant at first like he's he's in love with her like you know it's yeah. like that's the girl of my dreams and she's like get away from me you know you level one creep or whatever mm-hmm. and like it just wants to have nothing to do with him everything changes when they go on that date call it a date or whatever but yeah they go get ice cream and she's like i've never been to this part of the city before guess what because there's no missions over there and they they have some really touching moments. I was like, whoa, they're bringing in some romance here, and it's really good. Yeah, and then they go on the swings, and yeah. then um, she finally, a uh, guy wants to help her get this video clip. Yeah, and he, now he actually can. Like, he's mm-hmm. he's uh, combat ready. Like, yeah. So, so the, yeah, I think the next thing, they fail the first time, but the, the, I think the next thing they you see is they go in, she drops in, and... Um, like she doesn't even know that he's ready to go, so she goes on her own, mm-hmm. and it's not looking good. But then he comes in with the motorcycle and like, you know, takes care of a, a bunch of dudes. But then there's even more. Like it's like a big spawning point. So like all yeah. these, which means like bad guys are just like you popping know, up everywhere. Yeah, launching in, and so they're just. I mean, there's more coming, more bad guys coming in faster than they can even take them down, and so they end up having to, um. Just Get bail. Yep. He he runs the motorcycle out, and they're like, she, she's like, um, this thing's gonna crash when we hit the ground. So she pops her uh, glider and out, and I'm like, Dude, that's straight up Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I feel like. Of course, the people that will get the most enjoyment of this are the gamers. Yes. And it's it's moments like that where like it's it's cool to watch if you have no idea what it, it's in reference to but if you played Fortnite like every night of your life mm-hmm. for six months it's it's got a different feel to it yeah so yeah um i want to talk about because from this point on we see we start seeing a lot more of antoine he's kind of been mentioned but not seen a lot he is really funny and like i i in other things that i've seen taika in like he kind of has this persona of just being like this really wiry like weird kind of character like um spouts off a lot of like 
cliche yeah. um, like movie quotes and stuff like that, just his normal everyday language. And obviously, like as a the owner of a big like tech corporation, like I'm sure a lot of people are like that in real life. Um, but I, even though he's the bad guy, quote unquote, in this movie, and he is pretty bad, um, pretty dirty person. Um, he's he's always really funny to watch, and I I, I don't I don't I don't feel like we see that a lot in movies where like the villain is someone you are prepared to like laugh at and and, yeah. and enjoy. Like I enjoyed mm-hmm. his watching his performance, and I wasn't hating this guy, even though he's really dirty, yeah. just because he's so silly. Yeah, Taika does a good job in this. Um, really, the only other thing that I've seen Taika in is he plays Korg in Thor yeah. and then uh, Endgame. So funny. So, I mean, he definitely is kind of one of those lovable villains Yeah, where um, you definitely know he's in the wrong, but it's kind of harder to go against that character. Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew he was going down at the end. It's, it's so obvious from the first time you see him because he's just, he's an absolute jerk to his own employees. Like, yeah. He's obviously going down, but, um, but he's, he's also that funny jerk. Uh, oh, Ooh, I just thought of the best comparison. Um, he is, uh, Michael Scott from the office. Michael Scott in, in, if you've seen any episode of the office is the bad guy kind of like everyone, is under his thumb all the time. And he's, he's kind of a jerk to a lot of people in that, in that office, but he's also so funny and so stupid. Like that you can see the characters in the office around Antoine, just shaking their head at this buffoon. Yeah. He's a total idiot. And so, and yet he controls their lives. Like he's, you know, he's obviously a bad guy. So, and it's also kind, his character reminds me also of, um, this is way back. So if you'll, if you've been with us for a while, when we talked about the Even Stevens movie, oh yeah, he's also like Miles, the TV host. Okay, yeah, where he's just a jerk to everyone he works with. Yeah, and he's the straight up bad guy, and then he even ends up firing everybody, and then he realizes he can't do it by himself, so he has to rehire people. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, that, that's a good comparison too. They, you just don't see that kind of villain very often. It's yeah. it's it, either the person is crazy out of their minds, you know, just you know, I'm thinking like Joker, like you know, just mm-hmm. doesn't doesn't even you can't stop him because he's you know he's doesn't Insane. even yeah he doesn't live in the same mental reality that everyone does, or they're just like completely evil. Like I mean, just you know, I'm do bad things for bad, you know, from my own reasons you mm-hmm. know, to suit me uh, type of thing. And he, he kind of exists in this third realm of just, um, you know, yeah, he's greedy and, and, you know, manipulative, but he's also like, just, it just kind of skates through life and, and just does yeah. whatever he wants. So, um, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed his character a lot. Cause I mean, Antoine, you can tell from the start, it's all about personal gain. And yeah. And, um his own employees don't know that he stole the code yeah like for this thing so and i mean we're very accustomed to this in hollywood and the world we live in today what happens when you have something successful you make another one yeah so in this he's getting ready to launch free city too yeah, that's that's a great transition to get back into the plot. Um, but basically, it becomes every movie needs that clock, right? So, um, 
they have 48 hours before Free City 2 is going to launch and they're just going to like scrap Free City 1, mm-hmm. like just turn off the servers and move on to Free City 2, um, which is a problem be- at this point for the two main characters, Millie and Keys, because they believe they've created life. Yeah. Like they've re- literally created an artificial intelligent life, life form. And they see Guy as not computer code anymore, but like literally like kind of a human like they created yeah. a person and like their friend yeah and, and well and, and millie has kissed him yeah millie's <laughs> developing uh feelings for guy now yeah who at the end of the day is really just a series of zeros and ones but kind of not also at the same time and so yeah she's starting to be very affectionate and very um you know endearing towards him and so they see they see the turning off of the servers of not just you know uh, deleting code, but like literally killing people. Yeah. Um, these are real people that they've, they've created. And so, um, you know, they have 48 hours to basically, um, the lawsuit's stuck because they don't have any evidence. So mm-hmm. they're like, well, if we can get some hard evidence to prove like that we own this game, like the, basically he just put a skin on, on our game and then called it his own and made millions of dollars. Then maybe we can actually save free city. Yeah. Um, and that becomes basically the impetus. That's the turning point that I was talking about earlier without getting spoiler spoilery is like, um, I thought the movie was going to be about guys ascension from nobody stay in your lane NBC to, to the hero. And it is that, but then there's also another plot going on, which is the real people, the real humans trying to save, you know, the, the who's mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, you know, to use a Dr. Susian kind of idea of like, we have to save these people that need us, like that are depending on us for their survival. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And I, I didn't see that part coming at all. Like Mm-mm. it was, that was really cool. Yeah. And I mean, it's not something I feel like where this movie is a success is it's something that, uh, hasn't been done before. Oh Yeah. I mean, we get so many different types of movies where it's the same stuff over and over again, but this one is unique, and I feel like that's why this movie as a whole has gotten a lot of good um, reviews from it, because it's different. Yeah. I I also think that that's why I've I've seen a lot of... um, murmurs on the internet about sequel yeah um, that they want to make a second one to this they they are saying that it's kind of far out like they haven't even started i they may not even have a script yet um so we might have to wait several years to see a sequel to this but like the fans of this movie are are like hardcore dire fans like they they want to see a second one made um which i don't i don't know where you'd go with the plot from this point they'll create some kind of yeah you know threat um somehow but um, yeah, I, I think that the world that they've created is so unique. It's, it's like the matrix, but it's not the matrix. Mm-hmm. It's like Truman show, but it's not Truman show. It's, it's, it is its own thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, the, the other, the, the book I was referring to earlier is, um, ready player one, which I, it was turned into a movie. I haven't actually seen the movie yet, um, but I did read the book and it's, it's kind of ready player one as well. Yeah. Um, the premise of that book slash movie being that, um, this is like a another world that you like escape your world to just live in, mm-hmm. and it does kind of have that have that feel to it as well. Especially their um, life itself, yeah. Thing was is literally meant to be like a second life, like you know, 
uh, living in the for sure the video game. Um, so let's see what happens next. Um, oh, Millie like breaks the news to him like that. And that that was kind of a hard scene to watch, yeah. but it's it's him. It's her basically saying like you're not real. Like you're and that really hits <laughs> guy hard. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I'm fake. I'm I'm just a person in the background. So like, none of this means anything like for actual reality. Um, how does she prove it to him? She, she takes him to the multiplayer. Yeah, room to the place where all the missions are. Yeah, yeah. And he just sees all these screens, and That's right. he's just like, what? Yeah, he sees like Buddy on the screen. Yeah, he's like, you guys have just been watching us like this whole time. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, it is kind of that Truman Show moment of like, oh my gosh, like the the world, the real what I thought was the real world is actually not not real. Um, let's see, they get the video um, from that guy, and he's it's uh, Channing Tatum, and he's he's really funny as just like a quick cameo mm-hmm. <laughs> character. Um, he tries to get him to say his catchphrase, "It's crime, crime o'clock" or whatever. Yeah, uh, he's he's a uh, and it's like it's Channing Tatum who's like you know this babe you know male babe or whatever and the guy that's playing him is like the like this most stereotypical 22 year old lives with his mom and, and he's been in a lot of those movies <laughs> oh has he okay the same character where he's a nerd yeah doesn't have much going for him <laughs> it's it was so funny to watch um th- this general jungle cruise not jungle cruise um uh uh, what's the one with Dwayne Johnson and Jumanji? Jumanji. I, I, you said it earlier. And I already forgot. Um, it's got a little bit of a Jumanji flair to it when, like, you see Channing Tatum, who is this altogether like you know buff body guy, yeah. um, t- saying like you know m- you know mom no you know th- you know don't put that sock in the washer <laughs> you know whatever like it's like he's yelling at his mom and his character is saying it in the game because he's got his mic on still um, that I found really funny to watch so. Um, let's see some of this. We, I think we can. So then uh guy gets the clip from in that scene. Oh, right. Yeah. For Millie. Yeah. And they, I thought it was kind of interesting how they brought it back and like, um, so Antoine's getting aggressive at this point and he's like reboot the server, all the, all the characters freeze. But right before that, she actually gets a chance to like sh- to play the video for um, Guy, and he's like, "I've seen that before," and then everything goes frozen, yeah. um, like right before it. So even though the video is gone, like they've re- managed to erase the video somehow by re- rebooting the server, um, he had he has he has the the memory of of what that thing is. Like I know how to find mm-hmm. the secret location on the map or whatever um, in his brain, but. He, because he's been reset, like he he loses all memories of everything. They have to unlock that, like all, all of his memories, and say, "Hey, remember we've met, and you know we shared that romantic day together." Um, you know, she has to like kiss him to like you know get him to like snap back into it, and then um, and that that's where you start to get hints of the keys and Millie thing. Like keys created, I think he called him like forlorn guy or something. Yeah, something their, like that in the original game, which he was coded to be. That what becomes what becomes guy in Free City was originally this guy that was just going to be a guy that could never find the girl of his dreams. But the girl of his dreams was 
uh, strikingly similar to Millie in mm-hmm. real life. Like, you know, loves this Mariah Carey song, loves, um, you know, medi- bubblegum ice cream. Yeah, bubblegum ice cream, medium coffee, um, and two sugars. And so he modeled who he was looking for at a, uh, after Millie. And then when he sees Millie in the game, Molotov Girl, and realizes that she really is the girl of his dreams because that's how he was coded to think, um, it that's what, you know, snaps him out of, you know, normal mundane life into AI life. So, um, they find, they see the reflections in the, in the blinds, which I thought that was kind of yeah. cool. Um, so he's trying to hide the fact that he has this code, but you know, they, they figure out that the jig is up. Um, and then like all the NPCs, it starts to ramp, really ramp up at this point. Like things move pretty fast. the, um, guy like gets all of his NPC friends together and like it's kind of like an end of the world scene. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is kind of like that. He's like, you know, hey, if we don't do something, this whole world's going to end. Everything we know is over. Um, but you can be so much better than you are, so much greater than you are. And I think there's a lot to say in this movie, theme wise, about like rising above your level, mm-hmm. like your station or whatever. Um, but yeah, he's he's basically like, you know, we can we can bound together and, and fight this and, and one of the human characters says to Antoine it's like it's like it's like a digital walkout they're they're all on strike <laughs> like all the NPCs are gone and the gamers are like running around they're like where is everybody <laughs> so but dude we gotta talk about dude so funny I was laughing out loud I think I watched one part of the fight scene twice um the, at one point and the, by the way, the the game gets very convenient in plot point wise yeah. at the end. The the last third of the movie, I was like rolling my eyes a couple spots. Like they're literally like trying to kill guy in the game and kill Millie in the game. Like sends all the worst we can do to you know send buildings crashing down and car throw cars at him. Yeah, we got to kill him in the game. And the whole time watching this, I'm like, we're just unplug the server, right? Like, I mean, and then they literally <laughs> kick out all the players. Yeah, I was like you're going to unplug the server and move on to free city two in two days. Anyways, like why not just do it now? Anyway, you can't really think too hard about the ending of the movie because yeah. it starts to unravel. But, um, you know, because of reasons we have to have an exciting game, movie to watch. Um, they have, do have to kill them inside of the game. And, um, so they drop in this character that's never been revealed before in free city. And his name is dude. And Grant, I want you to talk about him first. <laughs> so basically, dude's still played by Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. But it's a super muscular <laughs> where guy, we've talked about him just being like an ordinary kind of guy. Nothing really special about him. Yeah. And dude is basically a guy on steroids <laughs> without his shirt on. And he's he, like taller and everything. Yeah, he's taller. I I mean, I would say he's kind of got like that Ken Barbie look to him. Yeah. And he's a macho guy, super muscular, six pack and so forth. And you're just like, Oh my, this is hysterical. So the, the this big fight scene at the end, he has to get through dude yep. in order to get to the, the Island um, becomes basically Ryan Reynolds versus Ryan Reynolds. And it is so funny. Like I, I was like, Surely this isn't going to be as great as I think it's going to be, and then it got even better than I thought. Um, when they start started bringing out the Marvel and Star Wars references, I'm like, oh my gosh! Yeah. Like we're going into full like Ready Player One kind of realm. 
um, it, it was amazing. Like when he, when he like, what is it? Killing blow or something like that. Dude brings out kill, k- killing blow. His name is literally a dude. Uh, and he's going to literally kill him with one punch. Right. And <laughs> a guy like brings you know, out the Hulk arm. Yeah. He switches something. And he has his the shield. Yeah. He's got the captain America shield and they cut to freaking Chris Evans yep. for a second. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this movie's going bonkers right now. And I love it. <laughs> I was laughing so hard when they showed Chris Evans because I can't say the word because we're a clean podcast, but he's like, he's like, what the S? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, because the whole world is watching, you know, a guy to try to make it. I, th- I think at this point, Millie's already gone, right? Like she's yeah. been killed. They've been kicked out of the game. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Captain America <laughs> with the music and everything. It's like yep. the Avengers theme song. Um, and Hulk, they pull- Hulk Fist. Then he pulls out the lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> and then like one of the, again, the human characters working for Antoine, you know, one, one of his henchmen, um, is like, is that a lightsaber? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I feel like this is also where it gets like Fortnite vibes. Yeah. Because Fortnite's been known to, whenever there's a big movie, they've been known on their updates to bring it in. Like Uncharted just came out and... There's some Uncharted and Fortnite now. Oh, yeah. And when a hit Marvel movie, or even when Star Wars was big, they had lightsabers and so forth. Yeah. I mean, heck, Deadpool's been in <laughs> Fortnite, played by Ryan Reynolds. But um, yeah, at one point, that he whips out a hammer. It's like a unicorn hammer, but yep. it looks exactly like the llama. From Fortnite? Yeah. Um, there's a gravity gun, a portal gun, which is kind of like Valve games. Um, so many references. It's, it's just awesome. Um, and then he basically ends up defeating him by putting his glasses on dude. So yep. like basically it's so brilliant. I, I, I didn't see, I didn't, I thought he was just going to have to defeat him like in actual combat, but obviously he was never going to win. So and I, he's it, almost like a great way. He's almost like hypnotized by all the <laughs> lights and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, he's definitely pegged as like a jock, which yeah. if, any stereotypical jock isn't very intelligent. And so he just sees all these things and they just goes off on his merry way. <laughs> yeah. It's really funny. Um, he's a uh, guy says, uh, run free, better me. Yeah. Um, so, um, anyways, at this point they finally get the bad guys finally get smart and go, Oh, Hey, let's just cut the servers. And so, um, Antoine goes down there and he starts literally taking a hatchet to the, the server is just, you know, cutting them off. And um, I, I had to laugh because, like, I actually work on servers for a living. <laughs> like, I, I do IT. So, like, every time he takes, he hacks at, like, one of, like one cable from one of the servers. Did you just kind of break, <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. Because, like, it's like, okay, I'm going to cut this cable. And that's going to make that, just that building go down. And then I'm going to hit another cable. And that's going to make this building go down. Like, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> Did you just kind of cry a little bit <laughs> as he's just destroying all this technology, Phil? It's really dumb. But it's also... I mean, we literally just saw him, Ryan Reynolds, pull out a Hulk hand yep. and like a lightsaber. So like at this point, I'm just like, okay, it's so bananas. Everything's so bananas right now that I don't really care. Um, so, but yeah, I, I did shed a little tear. Um, and uh, so, yeah, the servers um, are going down. The, ci- the city's like erasing itself. Um, Guy and Buddy are running it forward across the bridge show him we matter um is what buddy says as as he disappears he basically gets like 
um, dusted, kind of like in MCU. Yep. And then, um, uh, like he's Antoine's about to cut the last cable, and um, obviously, guy makes it to the island at the very last second. But Millie makes him a deal, which I thought was really cool. Like that, she like you know storm barges into the the company and and storms it, and it was like, hey, like you know, we know the jig is up. We have the evidence that we need. Your your life is over. Your company is over. But I tell you what, I'll drop the lawsuit if you let me keep Free City so that it continues to exist. And then you can make Free City 2, 3, whatever you want with your own code. And we'll just go our separate ways. And I thought that was a really smart ending. Mm-hmm. Um, just because the only thing that... the ma- I don't want to say the only... The main thing that Millie and, and Keys care about is keeping these AI alive. Like they really see them as, as living life forms, like yeah. real beings. And so they, they, they just want to see free city continue on. They've created life. And so they want to see that life continue. And it's not about the money. It's not about, you know, get, we need to get what's ours or whatever. They just want to see guy, of course, but also every other person mm-hmm. in that world continue to live. So um, he makes the deal and, and then, you know, his, company goes completely sideways because his code's terrible yeah um and then there's and then the movie basically ends with like a big kind of romantic thing like we see i didn't know how the movie was going to end i I thought maybe it would just end with that Mm -hmm. with the new stories and then roll credits but it's um they actually do pay off the the romance thing there's kind of a will they won't they with keys and millie the whole time and then millie it finally clicks in millie's head of like oh my gosh i'm the girl of guys dreams, but I'm also the girl of keys dreams yep. as well. And um, of course they fall in love in, in real and life too. He like gives her a note guy to gives Millie's character a note saying that um, it's signed by like the author. Oh yeah. 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 That, yeah. The, the guy who created me, you know, basically built, built me the way that he feels about yeah. you. So, um, yeah. And it, it, that was cool. Cause like they had to disconnect somehow, like Millie was in love with guy, um, mm-hmm. was falling for him for sure. And, um, they had to pull that away to get her out of that world and to, to manage the world from that point on. And so, yeah, realizing that guy was really just a stand in for keys the whole time was, uh, I think a brilliant way to do that. So yeah. it's, the, the movie's brilliantly written, really great crafted story. Um, yeah. I mean, I definitely, I mean, you can see from a mile away that Keys obviously has feelings for Millie, and they're obviously going to end up together at the end, but I definitely didn't really see them doing it the way they did. So, I mean, it was well done. Yeah, it was, it was really well done. Um, Yeah, it's, it's a little quick at at the end, but also I I don't think it's really meant to be like a a key part of the, the movie either. Yeah. Um, and then the very last thing we see is like free city is like, I mean, is literally just that it's a free city now. Like mm-hmm. anyone can do whatever they want. And, um, like a, <laughs> buddy and, <clears throat> but it turns out buddy's not dead. Um, buddy finds guy and, and, um, he's like, you know, guy, what do, what do we do? Or no, he goes, uh, uh, are you going to work at the bank? He's like, there is no bank. <laughs> like the, the, the bank doesn't exist yeah. in this new town. He's like, so what do we do now? And he's like, whatever we want. <laughs> And then they just walk off together. And that's why, like, I think a sequel would be really fun. Like, you know, what what do these NPCs do now that they can rule their own world mm-hmm. and become their own 
life forms that, you know, they're, they're artificially intelligent life forms that can do whatever and choose, make their own choices now. Like they don't have to do what their programming says. And it's really cool to think about what they could do with that next. So yeah, what started out as just like kind of a dumb, you know, NPC becomes a hero kind of movie became this really smart towards the end of the movie became this really smart um, thesis on AI and how do we interact with, you know, if this ever becomes a reality, which who knows if it will, how do we interact with these, um, these other forms, you know, not real life, but forms of kind of life that we've uh-huh. created, um, you know, to give them rights or not rights or whatever. So yes, yeah, you've seen that in other movies, but I just didn't expect it in this movie. And that, that's what was so, um, yeah. Welcome about it, I guess. So, um, we'll do some closing thoughts here, here in a second, but I, I did watch the credits roll by cause I was like, I wonder if there's anything I missed. Um, I want to shout out a few of the credits that I saw. I actually screenshotted it. Um, voice of masked player in alley, Hugh Jackman, huh? Uh, voice of bank robber. Number two, Dwayne Johnson we talked about him earlier. Uh, voice of vacuuming mom, Tina Fey. Okay. Uh, voice of silhouetted gamer. I don't even know what that is referring to. John Krasinski. Huh? So, um, I, I think that that stuff is fun. Like just to be like, okay, like, you know, Hugh Jackman, would you like say like one line? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're in the audio stu- studio, the, the audio booth um, for this movie. So we can just put you in there just for fun. So I didn't uh, hear any of those. Like it wasn't, I, I think it's clever that it wasn't distracting. I'm like, Oh, Hey, wait, wait a second. Was that Dwayne Johnson? Like I, it just completely glossed over me. I just, I didn't hear it in the, in the moment. And I actually like that. Like, yeah, but, but I didn't notice it. So, but I mean, I definitely just once rolled credits, I fast forward to see if there was an end credit scene. Yeah. And that was it. So, I mean, that's, that's really cool that you caught that. Uh, closing thoughts on the, on the movie. Um, um, I would say overall, I liked the movie. I'd say probably an eight out of 10, 8.5 out of 10. Yeah. Um, and I'm definitely open to a sequel. I feel like there's a lot now that, um, they basically have free will in the game. I feel like there's a lot of ways you can go with that. Um, you can easily get a villain for the second movie. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be interesting if the villain was incorporated in, the video game itself because what because Antoine really didn't go in the video game good point so I feel like that'd be a clever for a sequel yeah you're right there wasn't really there wasn't really an in-game villain yeah in this movie so yeah that would be a a cool thing to do in the second one well I think what's what's great about this matrix I think kind of has a similar thing but I, I would argue this one is even more so, more crazy than The Matrix. Um, they can do whatever, they can literally do whatever they want. Like For if, sure. If they want to have the characters fly, you can fly. Um, if you want to pull out, you know, you ha- you're holding a knife and you want to turn the knife into a bazooka, you could just do that. Like it's because it doesn't exist in the real world, um, there's almost no limits to, to what they can pull off visually, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, I, I would love to see a second one just to see how the movie evolves and and how 
not just you know to have some fun and dumb action scenes, but to actually evolve the ideas that they started in this movie. Like, what is what does life really mean? Like, what is what does it mean to be alive? Um, and how how does one feel alive and not just live life? You know, like just mm-hmm. the daily yeah. humdrum. humdrum. Um, is really kind of the big themes of the movie for me. So now that doesn't say that they have to stick with those themes. If anything, I'd, I'd actually like to see them tackle something else, but um, you know, wh- where do they go from here? Like what's the next, you know, 2.0 version of this. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Cause you're definitely going to have to change some things up. Oh, I, yeah. I feel like it's very open, but I think there'll have to be some differential because Otherwise, people just feel like it's the same movie all over again. Yeah, what a welcome addition to Disney Plus. I this yeah. is this is um, point to anything on Disney Plus that's like this movie. I, I there just isn't. It's it's very unique. It's um, it it hits an, a different kind of audience um, mm-hmm. than you know, uh, you know. Um, the like the Ivan movie or like like any of those other things that are more for kids. Like this this movie has quite a bit of language in it. It's not this isn't like a kid friendly movie. Um, and I, I kind of want I, I want to see Disney Plus diversify a little bit more like this. Yeah, I I feel like that um, we've talked about the Netflix Marvel shows in the past, and I feel like of course. Um, really the only thing that free guy or free guy has is the language part. I mean, it really didn't have much else. So you're opening a whole can of worms, but I feel like the language is kind of not, I mean, it says the F word once in the movie, right? But which you can do as a minimum or maximum for PG 13 is a PG 13 movie. I thought that, Honestly, and it, maybe it's because I'm used to seeing Ryan Reynolds in much gorier films like Deadpool, but I I thought the the violence I, watching was the trailer pretty mild. oh it was I like I watched the trailer and I, I saw them like blowing up a car with a you know with a um, RPG or whatever and I was like oh my gosh this thing's gonna be you know gory as heck but it wasn't and I don't know that I ever saw blood and again yeah. it's a video game so maybe that's like on purpose or you know the, the game doesn't have any blood but like. I mean, there were multiple parts where they were like, like, you know, slashing somebody's neck or like whatever, and they just don't show it. Like it's just Mm -hmm. off camera. So I honestly think they could have gone even more graphic with this movie, but um, I'd like to this, if they do a sequel, which it sounds like they're planning on it. I I, I want it to stay the same. Like I I don't want it to be, they could go R with the, with the sequel. I think that's a mistake. I I think, I think you just keep it with the same kind of, um, you know, level of, of offensive quote unquote material. Um, so I, th- I thought it was a good fit. All right. Well, I think that's, that's it for, um, free guy. What a great movie. Um, I, I honestly, I would love to see, watch it again even later this year. So yeah, we can watch it as much as we want. Now that's on Disney plus. We sure can. We can watch it whenever we want. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I do. I do what I want. I'm, I'm a free guy. <laughs> um, what else are you watching on Disney plus? Anything this um, last week? Well, we had a bunch of days out of school again. Yeah, And yeah. so we watched a movie. We were out for three days and we watched three movies. So we watched Free Guy and then we watched Jungle Cruise again. 
Oh, nice. And then we watched the first Ice Age. Okay. So, um, I hadn't seen Ice Age in a long time. I mean, I had seen it before. The CGI is kind of rough to go back to, isn't it? But, I mean, I feel like some of the jokes still hold water. And, I mean, it's a a kid-friendly movie, of course. But um, I enjoy those type of movies, kind of like the Shrek franchise, where it's, they've got a little bit more like adult humor to it. I mean, it's not like South Park-esque, but I mean, there's these jokes here and there, and I mean, I enjoyed watching it again. I think that those kinds of 20th century films are, are just right at home on disney yeah like it it feels like a part of the disney family already so yeah um it was jungle cruise great the second time it was just as good the second time yeah i that's that's another movie i need need to go back to i just i I just so much loved the first viewing of it Mm -hmm. that um yeah i'm i think i'm ready to to watch it again that boy that's you talk about movies i want a sequel to that's that's uh definitely top of my list oh yeah definitely for sure um, well, I watched, I, I watched only one thing. I watched it with my wife this last week. Um, it is, this is a technicality <laughs> mention. Uh, it is not currently on Disney plus, but it is coming to Disney plus. We'll get to that here in a second on, on what's coming to Disney plus this week. Um, it, it actually is, is going to be here in, as you listen to this in like four days. So <laughs> you can't watch it as you're, if you're listening to this right after it releases, you're, you can't watch it tonight. Uh, but if you wait until the weekend, you can watch it. Um, we, um, we, borrowed a copy of West Side Story. Um, This is uh, obviously the 2021 uh, Spielberg, directed by Mm -hmm. Steven Spielberg, um, movie starring probably most, mostly people you've never seen before. Um, Young, it's a young cast. I mean, it's supposed to be young. It's, you know, it's about like these 18 year old people. Um, So a lot of, uh, you know, unheard of kind of people for me at least. And it is, you know, the musical, if you've seen like the original, it's like 1957 musical or something like that. It is basically that. I'm sure there's some added scenes and, um, you know, changed environments and think tweaks that they made it, you know, made for it in this remake. Um, I'm not, I wouldn't call myself a huge, huge fan of the original movie. I've seen it once probably. And I don't, I don't know that I remember much of it. I've actually seen this this stage show like two, at least twice, if not three times, like okay. in my life. So I, I, I know I saw it around college. Um, I saw it with my wife uh, when we were, we might've even been dating. It was real early in our relationship a long time ago. And then I think I saw it like a high, like a high school performance of it that probably wasn't very good. Um, but so I'm, I'm kind of familiar with the story and the songs. Like it's not like my favorite musical of all time. In fact, I would actually, I would actually rank it kind of low, like on like musicals that I love. Like I, I like Hamilton and Rands mm-hmm. and more kind of modern theater, more than these older, like Rogers and Hammerstein kind of, kind of, uh, although I don't think they wrote this one, but, uh, those kinds of, <laughs> I, shows. I know what you're saying. Yeah, Oklahoma. I, I'm just not a big fan of like, Caitlin the, said they didn't, they did not. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, uh, when you think of like, um, uh, Oklahoma or, you know, um, South Pacific, yeah, that those kind sound of, of music. I, I'm not. I'm just. I don't gravitate gravitate towards those musicals as much. Um, so this one would would have been pretty low. 
However, watching the 2021 Spielberg that just literally came to theaters a couple months ago and is now on Disney Plus coming this weekend, uh, this movie is phenomenal. Okay. It's, it's so very, very good. Um, the 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 main main characters are are absolutely amazing. Uh, Caitlin will absolutely love the girl that plays Maria. Her voice is astounding. I mean, absolutely astounding. I don't even know how she's pulling off some of the high notes at the quietness. She's sing, she's singing a very high, very very high note, like high soprano note. Okay, and, and like the quietest volume. I don't even know how she's physically pulling it off. Hmm. Um, but the dancing is off the charts. It's it's a if you've seen like Swing Kids or like those big like you know there's 50 people in the shot all doing the same dance moves. Like it's it is incredible to watch like some of the things that they pulled off. And then the acting is really good. The um all the accents are so authentic. Like they cast like actual like probably Puerto Rican people okay. uh, in the roles. And there's a lot of Spanglish in the in the movie, which I found thrilling. Like it's it's um. You feel like you're actually in West Side New York amongst in the Puerto Rican neighborhood. Like mm-hmm. it's it feels cultural from beginning to end, and Spielberg just nailed absolutely nailed it. Um, I feel like there's a lot of consultation, you know, making this movie. Like, how do we make this feel real, authentic? Yeah. You know, and it doesn't even feel like you're watching a, a, a stage musical. It's it's a fully transformed movie. Um, the, the guy that plays riff, if you're not familiar with the musical, you know who I'm talking about, um, is, is a supporting actor. He's not even like one of the mains, okay. the, the, the main guys are, you know, different characters. Riff is unbelievable. Like almost steals the whole movie, even though he's not t- huh. Tony or Maria. Okay. Um, and so watch for riff if you're going to see it. Uh, I recommend this to anyone that loves musicals. You'll absolutely, absolutely love it. Um, if, even if you are not into musicals, I know, I, I can name several names of people that I know that are not into musicals have watched this and said that they absolutely adored it. So um, I think it is a must watch. It's up for best picture uh, this year at the Academy Awards. Who knows if it'll win or not, but uh, it is nominated and I think deservingly so. So very um, nice. Definitely check out West Side Story. Not on Disney Plus when I watched it, but coming to Disney Plus very soon. So and it just kind of segues us into our next (laughs) segment phil yeah we always like to finish with what's new on disney plus this week and so uh let's jump into that um oh i said friday but it's it's actually wednesday so here's the stuff that's coming out uh just as you're hearing this just in a couple days wednesday march 2nd Uh, we're already in march grant crazy it is crazy um wednesday march 2nd uh the first thing on the list is west side story so uh you'll actually get to see this on wednesday night if you want to check it out in your home on disney plus uh, huge recommend, as I just said. Um, the Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, Episode Three. I think they're releasing these every week, so like it'll yeah. be get like a quick mm-hmm. mention. I'm just gonna kind of bounce off of it, but uh, it's an animated show that they're releasing. I think it's all brand new to uh, straight, it is. straight yep. to Disney Plus. Uh, Brain Games on the Road, Season One. Uh, host Chuck Niece pits two teams of four players against each other in a friendly competition filled with mind-bending games designed at four designed for at home play. Um, so this looks like, like a maybe pandemic inspired kind of game show, but, um, secrets of the zoo, Tampa. I feel like this already came out. Um, I'm looking at the, I think what was the same screenshot from last month. Maybe they tabled it or whatever, but it's, uh, the Columbus zoo. Doesn't this sound familiar? Yes, it does. I think, I think it was supposed to come out last month and 
and got tabled. But I also feel like the National Geographic <laughs> stuff kind of all runs together oh, at abs- this point. It absolutely does. You can count on half of them being about zoos or veterinarians. <laughs> Let's just say that. Um, Broken Karaoke Season 1, 5 episodes. This is a... a uh, animated show that at first I was like, okay, this probably isn't for me, but um, let me read the description then you make up your own mind. In Broken Karaoke, your favorite Disney characters take the stage and sing hilarious parodies of iconic pop songs. Okay. So this is not them, it's Broken Karaoke, so not karaoke of the actual lyrics, mm-hmm. but think of like more Weird, weird Al. Um, so I don't know if it's going to be funny as Weird Al. I'm not promising you anything. It, it could be a train wreck. <laughs> but that that is essentially what this is. So Broken Karaoke, um, five five episodes of season one. Uh, four episodes of Mickey Mouse Funhouse is also coming out on Wednesday. So tell your kids about that. Uh, that is it for Wednesday, and then just a few things uh, coming out on Friday. Uh, we're starting to get more releases again, which is good. Uh, Russia's Wild Tiger: A Look at the Battle for Survival of the Big Cats and Revealing Intimate Details of Their Lives. Um, I feel like that's something I just read a week or two ago as well, but probably not. Um, Diary of Diary of a Wimpy Kid Dog Days. Um, is this is this the live action one, or are yes. we now getting a no, no, no. cartoon okay, so one? This is the live action stuff that's already run a long, a long time ago, right? Okay, like it's got Steve Zahn in it, so this yep. is the I think the, the original. Um, yeah, so but, it's probably just coming back to Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, this is probably something that was wrapped up in licensing or whatever. Uh, Dog Days came out in 2012. Okay. I, I have no idea like what num- you know what numbered movie it is in yeah, the series. Yeah, either. I don't think I've seen, I don't I don't I'm almost positive I haven't seen any of those movies. Yeah, I've only seen like clips of it. I've never seen one of the movies all the way through. Yeah. So yeah, that uh, came out a decade ago. So um, check that one out. Um, and that's it. So yeah, Friday is it's just those two. They're starting to do really kind of front load most of their releases on Wednesdays now. Um, Fridays are you know less less content really. So, Ever since Loki, yeah, it started a trend. Yeah, yeah. I I would say the big release this week is clearly West Side Story. It's you know Oscar nominated film. Oh, yeah. Um, and then uh, maybe check out Broken Karaoke. And um, I guess Diary of a Wimpy Kid, if you want to catch up on those movies before the series comes out. So that's that's the highlights. Um, speaking of re- releases, and then also kind of our, we'll kind of go over our March calendar. I think um, Grant Grant came came up with a good list of things to to cover this month. So um, next. Next week on the show, we're not doing a, a current movie. We're not going to... I don't think we're going to review West Side Story. I might have like... I have actually... I, I should have said this back when I did my... Uh, what else have you been watching? I've not finished the movie yet. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I should have led with that. I have watched most of it. I, we were at like a, the 45 minutes left um, in a two and a half hour movie <laughs> uh, point. You were getting so, your check at Alamo. Yeah. Yeah, we got interrupted by our, our one-year-old. So um, she, she woke up and we couldn't finish the film. But... Um, so yeah, I've not actually finished West Side Story, but that, that shows you how big of a recommended it is that I haven't even uh, seen all of it, and I still recommend it. So so yeah, we're gonna go back and and f- finish that this week, and I might have some like gen- you know quick thoughts on it, but we're not okay. gonna do, do like a full review. Uh, next week are, we are finally gonna get to Enchanted, which we've been trying to do this for like three months since December. It was last year. It was the last time we were or the first time that we were trying to do it. 
so yeah, we're finally going to get to Enchanted. I've been wanting to get to that myself, just personally, because I, I remember really liking that movie, and it gives us a, a chance to have Caitlin on, mm-hmm. um, Grant's wife. So uh, she'll be on next week to help us talk about Enchanted. We'll give it a current review. The week after that, Turning Red comes out, the new Pixar movie, straight to Disney+. Plus. Looks phenomenal. I, every time I see the trailer, I'm just like, wow, like this looks really cool. Um, so, uh, so I know my daughter's really excited to see it. I will probably see it at least once uh, before recording an episode on that movie. And then uh, the week after that is, oh, the Cheaper by the Dozen yep. remake, which remake. I kind of forgot that was coming out. It is... It is literally a, a remake of the 2003. Yep. Cheaper. It is. Okay. Yep. So that movie comes out. It's not out yet on Disney Plus. It will be out just right before we record. So we're going to use that week to cover that remake. I might have to go back and watch the original too because I don't, I don't think I've seen. Um, we haven't covered Cheaper by the Dozen on this podcast. We have. We did? The first one. I've seen it? Yeah. Steve Martin. Oh, it's that one. Okay. Ash- I had a different movie in my Ashton head. And Ashton Coot. Kutcher. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. I'm with you now. We haven't covered the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I totally forgot about that movie. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be interested to see the, the remake of it. Or if it's a sequel or whatever. I don't know what, what their plans are. Uh, so that's like three three episodes from now. And then, but by then, it's, it's Moon Knight. Moon Knight's already out by yeah, the end of March. We have one more week where we haven't decided... What we're going to cover. Oh, but in between. Then, yeah. Cheaper, but then okay. it's Moon Knight. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, Moon Knight, if you're if you're wondering, Moon Knight is coming out the 31st of March, I think. Uh, 30th or, or 31st, I can't remember. Um, and, and in March. So that is obviously one that we're highly excited about. And we'll be covering every episode of, of Moon Knight for sure. So, so yeah. So, yeah, Turning Red's kind of the, the biggest, uh, one of the biggest releases this month besides... West Side Story, I guess. Um, Cheaper by the Dozen, I'm sure we'll get a lot of views as well. And then Moon Knight is, is what a lot of the uh, action lovers are waiting yeah. for. So. All right. Well, uh, so yeah, next week, if you want to kind of follow along and watch what we're watching, uh, pick up Encha- Enchanted on Disney+. Plus. Um, you can watch that with us and come back for our discussion next week. And we will talk to you then with Caitlin for Enchanted. 